Jonathan. Hello. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm well. Tired, but mostly good. Tired, but mostly good. Yeah, how yeah. are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so we wanted to talk a bit about the draft, right? Because the draft's coming up and you don't really know much about it. Um, I know very little about it, yep. So that's fun. But before we did that, last week we recorded an episode about uh, all the positions and stuff, right? That people play. Um, and Don't like you... where this is going. Yeah. No, sorry, right. I'm not going to quiz you on anything. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, but you asked me the relative value of all the pl- of all the positions. Oh, um, you've done homework. Yeah. Well, this week or last week, the what we call what are called franchise tag um, salaries came out. So that means. So this is confusing. So each each season, a, t- a team can choose to put a, f- a franchise tag on one player on their team. Okay. And that means they don't have to like sign a new contract. They'll be given a f- this franchise ta- tag contract. And it sort of means they, well, there's, there's different times, types of tag, but basically means they stay on your team without having to agree to a long-term deal. Um, the downside is that their salary is determined by the league and is quite high. Are you, okay. are you with me? Yeah, mostly. Mostly, okay. So how the league determines that salary, again, it's different depending on what they do, but roughly it's an average of the highest, of the top 10 salaries for that position in the previous year, I think. Okay. So I've got the amounts here. So if you think of these as roughly the average of, I think it's the top 10 salaries. Okay. Or I guess season just gone. And you've okay. got the ranking. Yeah. So in order from most to least, quarterback is yep. at 32 million for a franchise tag. Okay. Which is quite a lot. Um, and then money. linebacker yep. is 20 million, 20.9, which is more than I was expecting. Okay. And then, and then a lot of them are quite close. Wide receiver, 19.7. Okay. Defensive end, also 19.7, uh, but slightly less. Okay. And then defensive tackle, 18.9. Um, and then O line, which I guess is just the whole offensive lines together, eighteen point two. Okay, pre- pretty close. Corner eighteen point one, still very close. Um, and then it drops a bit. Safety fourteen point four. Okay, that's a decent drop. Yeah, and then tight end eleven point three. Okay. And then running back, 10.1. See, that is so surprising to me, the running back so low. Yeah, and then the bottom is special teams, which I guess is mainly kickers and stuff. There's 5 million 
and three hundred thousand. Oh, and that's just a special team, like that just says special teams, yeah. Okay, that is interesting. To be fair, yeah. To be fair, I'm. Yeah, so it's weird that kind of a lot of the players are very similar, and then safety eighteen and twenty a bit less, and then yeah, tight ends and running backs especially significantly less than most of the rest of the team. Yes, yeah, I thought running back would be. Well, I told you I thought it'd be second, really. After, yeah, they get the ball a lot. I don't know. I uh, I wonder if it's because they get hurt more. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so that answers the question that you asked me about two weeks ago. Yeah, we've now got the answer. We've now got the answer, and so... in the process, we learn what a franchise tag is. Yeah, so just think about what what I want to ask you now, and then I'll find out next week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're done for doing homework. Yeah, it just came up on Twitter, and I just saved the image. And uh, oh, You shouldn't have said that. Like... You should have taken credit. You should have been like, oh, that's okay. You just to find out. I had to call the NFL myself. Yeah, I was on the phone with the commissioner. Yeah. It took ages. He's a busy man. That's how, he, that's how he didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would want to talk to John Dental like that. Well, thank you, babe. Um, yeah, okay, cool. And now we know what a franchise tag is. And I learned that this week, one team has used a franchise tag for next season. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not something that every team does every season. Um, no, because because of the salary cap and stuff, it would only work if you've kind of got a star player who is out of contract and you want to keep and you can afford to keep. Okay, so who's using it? Uh, so the Washington commanders have used it on a defensive tackle called Deron Payne. Um, so they're going to be paying him, whatever I just said, 18 million or whatever. Okay, so he'll be buzzing with that, will he? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, good, I've never, never really thought about how the players feel about it. Probably. Because in my head, it happens a lot when the players want to leave. Because that's why they're not signing a long-term deal. Yeah. So maybe they're not happy. But, you know, they're, yeah. be, they're earning like top 10 money, so they can't be that unhappy. Yeah, I don't think it's fair for anyone to, who's getting 18 million to be too unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> but like 17 games. Yeah. <laughs> so you've done homework. Yeah. Clearly. Does that mean you've now watched Draft Day? I've not watched Draft Day, no. <laughs> you've not watched Draft Day for the Draft Day episode? Um, no, well, maybe... You know, I can be the one that knows about the draft, and you can be the one that knows about Kevin Costner's movie. Problem is, I've not actually seen it that recently. I don't remember what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I need you to watch it. Refresh, <laughs> refresh our memory. Yeah, so in the movie, is he like a head coach? He's like, uh, yeah, he's responsible for. Making all drafting. the decisions in the draft. Okay. Guess? 
Would is that head coach? Um, or do you probably, have a manager that does with like players? Yeah, you're right. It's probably the general manager. Yeah, but um, he basically makes lots of questionable decisions, and people really don't like him for it, and then pays off big time. Oh, okay. So, he, so he's like quote unquote drafting the wrong guy, and then it turns out they're the right guy, kind of thing. Yeah, and he's very smart in how he makes like trades with other teams about oh, okay. how he can move up the how he can get more drafts this year or give them give his later year drafts away. Oh, okay. So you know about trades and stuff? Because I've watched draft day, yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, okay, so before we do draft talk properly, um, yeah. I was very conscious that the last episode was like, was that super boring? Um, and I'm worried this one's going to be as well. So what I did is I've made, you know, inspired by the, uh, the fact that we're talking about the draft and college football as a result, I've done right. a quick quiz, but it's just a fun quiz. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. a fun quiz, okay? So yeah. um, I've got... F- all right, four questions that are, and each question is a list of four college teams, and you got to tell me which one I made up. Okay, I don't mind this. I'm much, yeah, I'm a bigger fan of quizzes where it's multiple choice. I've got to be honest. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, I'm not expecting you to know the college team because I, I wouldn't know a lot of them, so. It's more which one has John made up. Um, okay. Okay. But I've kind of grouped them into ones that are similar in some way. So the first question I've titled, wait, no, not that one, which are college teams that sound like the NFL teams. Okay. Okay. So we've got four and they yeah. are as follows. The Pittsburgh Panthers... The Charlotte 49ers, the Buffalo Bulls, and the Indianapolis Celts. Going to have to go... I don't think you would have said the 49ers one, because I think that would be too too obvious. Mm. I'm going to go with Buffalo Bulls. <laughs> Incorrect. Was it Celts? It was Celts, yeah. Ah, that was my second option. Okay. Yeah, so there is no college called Indianapolis Celts. Okay. Um, I'm liking okay. this quiz. Question two. Question two. Question two, I've called Pacific Northwest, what a bunch of cuties. So these are colleges in the Pacific Northwest that have surprisingly cute... Um, team names. Okay. <laughs> We've got um, the Oregon State Beavers, the Portland Pups, Oregon Ducks, and Washington Huskies. Three of them are real. One of them is made up. Which one's made up? Okay. So there's two Oregon ones. There was Oregon State 
beavers and Oregon ducks. I think the pups. I think, think? made that pups. Portland pups. Yeah. Correct. Portland pups oh. is totally made up. Smashed it. Smashed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oregon ducks. When I found out there was a team called Oregon ducks, I was like, yeah, they're gonna be my team. <laughs> There's beavers, ducks, and huskies. Yeah, they are the yeah they all really exist. I think huskies is the weirdest one of the three, just because it's so specific that it's not just like dogs. Yeah, I mean you'd be surprised how specific some of these are, but yeah, I mean I guess Washington's kind of close to like Canada and stuff, so maybe there's there's lots of huskies up there. Well, you'd think, right? Presumably, but. I mean, okay. that makes more sense as a mascot than ducks. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> all go to the game just as ducks. They must do. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, yeah, Justin Herbert used to play for the Oregon Ducks. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Chargers quarterback. It's very good. Uh, okay, okay. Just quite good. It's quite a good team as well, is it? Yeah, I think they, I mean, the way college football works is mad. I don't really understand it, but they finished about like 15th this season just gone. They get ranked. The top 20 get ranked. I think they finished about 15th. And there's obviously quite a lot of colleges. There's an insane amount, yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. This next one is called, I don't know what that means. Which are teams whose nicknames I don't know what that means. Yeah. Good okay. Guess. So we've got PGU Powder, Texas right. AM Aggies, Kent A&M State. Board, sorry. Uh, I might be saying this wrong. Aggies, A G G I E S. Okay. Kent State Golden Flashes, Akron Zips. They all sound like they're like selling something, like they're sponsored. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why they got these things. Would you like me to go through them again? Uh, what's the first one? PGU Powder. And what's the last one? Akron Zips. I don't know. I, there's nothing on stage at all, <laughs> but I so badly want to get it right. I think you made up PGU powder. Yeah, boy, I did make that one up. Two out of three. Yeah, I really struggled to make one up for this one because they're so random. So I did a random word generator and got powder. I thought like, that'll do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you couldn't just think of something random by yourself yet to use a computer. <laughs> well, it's so hard to think of something random enough that it would go in that category, but not so random that it doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess the whole point is that it doesn't make sense, but yeah, it needs none to of it makes sense. be a little feasible. Yeah, okay. Um, and now we have the final category, which is titled, Is That Insensitive? which are nicknames that sound like um, they might be uh, offensive. But <laughs> we've done no research to find out whether or not they are. The point 
whether they are is irrelevant. Okay. It's, they sound like they might be. Okay. We have got the Virginia Tech Hokies, okay. Montana State Invaders, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and the Utah Utes. Okay. I reckon the Fighting Irish one's true. I never think you made that up. (laughs) Uh, What was the second one? um, I can't remember what order I read them. Um, I said Virginia Tech Hokies. I said Montana State Invaders. And Utah Utes were the other three. I reckon you've made up. Uh, I don't know whether you would have made up Utes or Invaders. I think it's one of the two. I'm going to go for Utes. Ooh. Was it Invaders? Yeah, it was. Ah. Yeah, so Montana State Invaders doesn't exist. But yeah, Utah Utes. Uh, apparently, the Utes are like a Native American tribe. Which is why Utah is called Utah after the Utes. Um, okay. Which normally you would say is offensive, but apparently, according to Wikipedia, the Ute tribe, which I guess still exists or did in the past at least, gave permission to the college team to use their name. Okay. Um, and yeah, I don't know why Notre Dame are called the Fighting Irish. Uh, seems a bit much. Um, but you need. Virginia Tech Hokies. Hokies sounds like a slander um, to me. <laughs> yeah. But apparently it's not. Apparently, I tried to Google, I didn't really understand it, but apparently someone tried to make up like a song or something, like a chant. And it started with like hokey, 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 and then did other stuff. Um, but that's why they're called Hokies. So apparently it's absolutely nothing at all. So it's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, and I could have put the Aggies one in this one. I, I, I don't know what that means. It doesn't sound nice. <laughs> <laughs> the Aggies one, you could have put in all four. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound quite cute as well. Does it? The what Aggies. are you picturing? I, I, I'm not picturing. I don't know what I'm picturing. I just <laughs> think the word itself sounds quite nice. Oh, maybe, yeah. I'm picturing like Aggie, I like short for aggro. I just like angry people. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, I doubt I, that's what it is because there's I found <laughs> that there's a few, there's a few different um, teams that have the same nickname, Aggies. Okay. Like Texas A&M aren't the only one, so it must mean something real, but I don't know what. Did you try and find out or not? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Should I try and find out now? Let's have a look. Um, that could be homework for next week if you like <laughs> you can see what Aggies means Texas A&M Aggies we're probably saying it wrong as well you've done quite well have you got more preparation than this um, not really no well, the rest just is talk I about mean, this, is all, this is all the fun stuff and then it's all um, like the actual how the draft works, which is pretty boring. All right. 
The nickname <laughs> Aggie was once common at land, land. Oh my god, common at land grant or ag, like short for agriculture schools. Um, I'm so I think I'm more confused now than I was before. So, I think you'd call either someone who went to an agriculture school, or maybe you'd call the school an Aggie. I think probably a student at an agriculture school you would call an Aggie. Okay. Um, and so if I don't your team know... is called the Aggies, does that mean this college is an agriculture school? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what agriculture school means. It says land grant or agriculture schools. Isn't agriculture like farming? Yeah. Maybe Does it's it have like many colleges for that. Maybe it's not to study agriculture. Maybe like they got given the land by, I don't know, because land grant or agriculture. So, that, okay. I mean, the way, the way that's written, it's like that's one thing said in two different ways um but yeah okay there we go so draft day <laughs> yes that leads nicely <laughs> um on to draft day um okay so the nfl draft so NFL draft happens in April this year. Okay. Um, Okay, so if we first think about it from the other side, from the players' side, is so how do you get in the draft? You, this I did look up. Um, You have to have been playing college ball for four years, and then you're automatically up for selection in the draft. Um, But if you haven't been playing for four years, but you are at least three years out of high school, then I guess you can apply for some kind of special approval from the league um, to be in the draft. And by the looks of things, these players tend to be like really good players. Um, so they apply early and I guess the idea is they say you know hey I'm not learning anything more in college because I'm so good let me play in the NFL and then the NFL says well you're clearly really good so you're going to get a job in the NFL so I guess you don't need to graduate from college so you can come yeah okay I think is how that works so I think there's about 70 also, players in this year's draft who got this special approval from the league. And how many are just normal? Well, it'll be there'll be an insane number of players who'll be eligible. And how many get picked? About two hundred and sixty will end up getting picked. Yeah. Okay. So two hundred and sixty minus seventy is about one hundred and ninety. Quick maths. Yeah, not even that quick. Um, no, it was pretty slow to be fair. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking, well, it's 190, mate, just say it. <laughs> don't, you don't have to show your workings on that one. 
Always show your workings, Paul. When okay. we learn. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so for this season, there is a player who people have been talking about a lot. He's a quarterback out of Florida called Anthony Richardson. Okay. Okay. And he... So here's an example. I've written down as, as an example one of these three-year players because he is listed as a redshirt sophomore. Um, Does that mean first year? No. So the years in college, I'm fairly sure it goes freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Okay, so second year. So second year. But the redshirt bit means... Means starter. Nope. Oh, what? I should <laughs> stop guessing, but <laughs> I'd just feel so happy if I got it right. Worth a go. Red shirt means so um, you can only play for four years at college. I think. Oh, I'm getting confused. But okay, so red shirt means your first year you were like on the team, but you didn't play. Right. So he had a year. Of just kind of training, I guess, before okay. he started playing. So I think that I think redshirt sophomore would mean he sat out for a year, then he played his freshman year, and he played his sophomore year, and now he's in the draft. I think. Oh, so redshirt means before your freshman year, you well, were to the college for a year, but not studying, yeah. not playing. You just training. Yeah, I don't know if he was studying or not. Um. Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, I think it, it Yeah, it basically means you sat for a year on the bench. So and I think, obviously, because I said you have to be three years out of high school. So that's how you'd get three years and still be a sophomore. Okay, so presumably, he. you said he sat on the bench, but presumably he wasn't allowed to go on because otherwise he wouldn't be a red shirt one anymore. That would be... Yeah, I guess he... I guess um, the team they just had him in the squad, but decided like, used him. that hey, you know, we want to keep you. You're good, but we're gonna, you know, we've got this other guy at the moment. Maybe he's good, so you're gonna be our starter next year. But you know, so this year you stay on the team, but just you know, learn. I guess. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And interestingly, yesterday. He set the QB record at the combine for vertical jump. If that's interesting to you, uh, yeah, that's a fun fact, I guess. Try and guess how high he jumped. Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, oh even better. <laughs> I wouldn't even have much of a scale for it. So is it like how? Uh, so it's it's a standing so jump. It's how high you can get your hand. Yeah, you hit those little like spinny things, you know. And it's what I'm guessing is the addition to his own height. Um, yeah, it must be his. Yeah, it's not how far, how high he got to. No, it's not different if he was like seven foot, tall, ground. five foot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know where how it's measured because it must be your arm height. It must include your arm as well, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so you can just guess, and I'll tell you the answer. <laughs> I'll show my workings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to assume, I think quarterbacks tend to be quite tall, so I'm going to assume he's like six foot 
something. Okay. Uh, that would make his people's arm span tends to be pretty much their height. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got shoulders and chest between your arms. So I'm going to guess one of his arms like two and a half feet. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to add that onto what I think a normal person can jump <laughs> and then add a bit more because he's obviously really fucking good at jumping. Okay, so I think the measurement doesn't include the length of his arm. Like what I meant by that was uh, they, they must measure you. him with his arm up. Yeah, they must somehow do that, yeah. Okay. Oh, so that was a t- totally unnecessary, that working. Uh, <laughs> Rub that out. Most people can probably jump maybe like just shy of... No, that's... I reckon he jumped up a metre and a half. Um, okay. Uh, now what we've got It's is... from standing still. Yeah, now I've got a. Oh, what do the they do in to feet? convert to feet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. to, in, to inches actually. They do it just in inches. Um, okay, so one and a half meters is fifty-nine inches. Yeah. Um, for new quarterback record for the vertical jump, set by quarterback Anthony Richardson out of Florida, is forty point five inches. Okay, so I went over by 18 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that's loads, I'm actually quite happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I need to try. Maybe I'm great at jumping. Yeah. Next time you're at the gym, ask if someone can measure your vertical jump. Yeah. And Maybe uh... I'm, I'd set a record or something. Yeah, I mean, not because I've practiced and know I can jump a meter and a half, just because that was what I thought most people could do. (laughs) I thought uh, most people probably jump up a meter. Well, the thing is, if you had like a box that was like that high, you might be able to get on it, maybe. But then that'd be involved bending your legs really high up. Do you know what I mean? So obviously, you got to get your arm up rather than your legs up. No, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. That that fact I didn't even write down until I just went on Twitter this morning. Okay. Yeah, that's well. how plugged in I am. I'm talking to a real NFL insider here. <laughs> that's just tweeting everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with a bit of a detour, that is how players become eligible for the draft. Yep. Um Okay, then this is the bit you probably know, roughly. How uh, is the draft order? Okay, well, to start with, how many how many picks do you reckon each team gets in the draft? Uh, well, you said two hundred and sixty picks, and there's thirty odd teams. Oh, okay. so quick maths. Seven. Wait, eight. Seven's right. Yeah, I said seven first, so take yeah, my so first answer. As standard, everyone gets seven. You can, I mean, obviously there are trades that mess with that, but also you can get extra picks, which we'll come on to later, um, which kind of get added in. So that's why it's not always the same number. And 
that's why it's not just 32 times 7. Yeah. Um, because, you know, 216 divided by 7 is uh, more than 32. Um, <laughs> just slamming I like, I like that. I like that math, though. <laughs> <laughs> How unspecific it was. That's genuinely the kind of math I do quite a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, good. So then, how are those picks? How do how do they go in order, roughly? Like, roughly. how are they worked out? So obviously, each team has one pick per round. Yep, very good. And I think there must be some sort of the league. It's just done on league ranking. Whoever loses the league chooses first. And whoever yep. wins the Super Bowl chooses last. Correct. Per round. But then mm-hmm. obviously people swap stuff. Yeah. Trade Quite. players for draft picks or maybe I imagine you can trade later year draft picks for this year draft picks and stuff like that. Yes. There's all kinds of stuff like that. So um yeah, bang on. So it goes in reverse order of how well you did last season. Um it is weird in that so in the in the first round your draft position is determined by how well you did last season and then the playoff teams come at the end in the order that they got knocked out of the playoffs, right? Okay. Yeah. But then in subsequent rounds, rounds two through seven, the playoffs are ignored. Um other other than the Super Bowl where the winner is always last and the runner-up is always second last, the other playoff teams, then it's just, but it's just done on their record again. So then they might, so like Tampa Bay this year, for example, had an eight and nine record, pretty bad, but they made the playoffs. So in the first round, they'd be near the bottom because they were in the playoffs. But then in the subsequent rounds, it'd be more near the middle because they have an average record. Oh. Does that make sense? So you, oh, yeah, I misunderstood you at first. When you said ignore what happens in the playoffs, I thought you meant still put the playoff teams at the end, but mm-hmm. rather than in the order they got knocked out, in the oh, ranking order. But you yeah, mean not quite. the record order for the whole league? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Weird that... that they do it so different. Weird that they do it different on the first one to the others. You would have thought... Yeah... Decide a way to best uh, show which teams like the best to worst and stick with that the whole time. Yeah, it is really weird. They do some weird stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so another thing. So, obviously, the state two teams, you only play 16 games, 17 games. So, a lot of teams have the same record as each other. Yeah. Um, so that tiebreaker, the first tiebreaker on that is strength of schedule. So somehow the league does some maths and figures out how difficult everyone's schedule was. And the team with the easiest schedule schedule finish, they, they pick first of the tiebreakers. Does that make sense? I understand what you're saying, but 
it doesn't it doesn't make sense <laughs> they should pick last yeah also I... are you talking about the year coming up their schedule the year that they had the year that they had okay so the leagues say you two teams did the same record wise mm-hmm. but we looked at your schedule and Chargers schedule for example mm-hmm. was so much easier than the Rams therefore we're going to reward you for having an easier schedule uh, yeah that's exactly how it works um, that is so odd <laughs> it is weird so I mean it happened this season well it ha- I mean, obviously it happens every year but this season there were quite a lot that were tied like four or f- like five teams all had the same record or something so that makes quite a big difference between picking, like in the first round especially, the difference between picking at like nine and like 15 makes a big difference. Um, but yeah, so their reasoning for doing it this way is that if, you know, if these five teams all finish seven and 10, but some teams had an easier record and they still only finish seven and 10, then they're the worst team. So the worst teams go higher up the draft board. Okay, no, yeah. I so that's that. sort of their reason, but I do agree with you in that, like, it kind of it's double-edged sword for the other guys. Is that what that means? You know, it's like they had a tough schedule, and they get punished in the draft for it. Yeah, I understand the reasoning now. That makes sense, but yeah, perhaps there's a better tiebreaker. Yeah, maybe that should be a later tiebreaker. Yeah, maybe the only one is it really specific about Um, the score you get for schedule? I think it is quite specific. They have a like a really mathematical way of assessing exactly how difficult your schedule was and give you like a number. Um, Okay, so no one ever has the same number. They might do because I think I read somewhere that. There is another tiebreaker, which is like how well you did within your division and within your conference and stuff. Um, but I don't know how often it gets to that. I don't know. But I think, yeah, most of the time, I think it gets settled on strength of schedule. I think I would have just done it when the two teams... Oh, no, that wouldn't work. I was going to say when the two teams played each other, whoever lost. Yeah, they don't always play each other. They don't always play each other, and also, it doesn't work if there's more than one team with the same record. Yeah. Yeah. Not an obvious solution. Okay. Yeah, and then, so that's... But then, so that will set the draft order for round one. Um, And then from rounds two onwards, teams on the same record will rotate. Okay. I think so. I think let's say um, we've got three teams. Let's call them the Jets, the Giants, and the Jags. Yeah. Um, and let's say they're picking in that order in the first round at 10, 11, and 12. Yeah. Um, then I think in the second round, they'll pick in the same order again. And then okay. I think in the third round, the Jets will go to, to, will go to 12, the last of the three. The Giants will move, will move up one. The Jags will move up one. And yeah. then that process repeats for the next round, et cetera, et cetera, I think. Yeah, okay. It's like way too complicated. 
Um, but I think that's how it goes. And that I didn't know. I figured that out when I looked it up. Yeah, that would be... I would be very impressed if you just knew that. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, but it's kind of so insignificant at that point. Do you know what I mean? Like, the draft order is most important at the beginning of the draft. Yeah. It becomes less and less important as you go down. Yeah, because it's... Well, it probably does happen. Well, it does happen, but it's rare that, like, 150th pick onwards, you're going to end up, like, playing much and making much of a difference to the team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, cool. So we've got how the players get in the draft. We've got the order the teams pick in the draft, which is sort of everything. But we have trades. Yeah. Which you seem to know about already. So do you want to tell me what you know about trades or what you think you know about trades? Sure, yeah. Um, it's in the movie Draft Day. Yep, nice start. <laughs> uh, well, I don't really remember it, but I remember he traded... I think he wanted to make a... <laughs> I literally just thinking about the movie. <laughs> I think he wanted to make a big splash. So he was trying to get like the person everyone was talking about, like okay. Richardson or whatever, with the good jump. He wanted to get the Richardson of that year. Okay, so he wanted to like he wanted to get the quarterback that everyone was looking at, like the number one pick. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, he was like estimated going to be the first round. No, first. Yeah. First, first pick. The first pick. Okay. Um. So then he made different trades to secure his team to get the first pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think his team was going to get the, like, around the 15th or 16th pick. Wow, okay. Um, and then he traded with different teams, different stuff, but basically he gave away his, I think second and third round picks mm-hmm. for the following three years. Wow, okay, wow. Um, which obviously everyone thought was really stupid and just like, you're just, like you're making a name for yourself by getting this good guy, but then you're going to get mm-hmm. fired and you're just like fucked over the team. Which is what everyone did, disliked him for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah. Uh, so you got the first round pick. Uh, can I just totally ruin the movie for you? You're going to watch it. <laughs> um, you can tell me. I'll probably forget about it before I actually watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so he gets the first one pick. Uh, and then some stuff comes out about the this star quarterback that he doesn't like. Mm. And then doesn't choose him. Oh, shit. Um, okay. And chose who someone who he liked, who he was probably safe to get at like 15. Um, so then it looked like it went really, really bad for him. Yeah. Uh, but then, let's so say everyone thought the, this guy was going to get chosen second. Mm-hmm. But then it was sort of an accidentally genius play. No one knew why 
they didn't pick him. Okay. But everyone thought they had knowledge that their team didn't, and everyone got too scared to pick him. So no one picked him. So no one was picking him, and it was coming round to their 15th pick, and they thought they were going to be able to get him. Uh, so what they did, they then traded with a team, I think back with the original team, mm-hmm. uh, and saying you can have the 15th round pick, you can choose the really good quarterback. And we'll have all our draft picks back for the. Oh my god! It was something like that, and maybe he got like something else in addition to it. It was just really, well, a combination of really smart and just a bit lucky, I think. So I mean, but the way you've described to me, it sounds like the end result. (laughs) I might be missing something. Yeah, you pick the guy he was going to pick at fifteen. And then I, the guy that the other team were going to pick at one, they're going to pick at 15. And then the picks that you've traded away, they've given you back. So it's sort of like null. <laughs> I think maybe what it was the. Maybe the guy they got at one isn't who. Maybe they wouldn't have been able to get him at 15. Mm. Maybe he was like. Okay. Maybe that's what I've messed up here. He was probably predicted to go at like three or four. Okay. okay I, that's, that's quite good. I don't remember. Basically, there was a lot of trades. Mm. It looked like he'd really fucked up and then end up going very well. Wow. Okay. And all these trades happened on draft day, on the day of the draft. I think so, yeah. Wow. That is drama. Yeah. That's why it's a drama movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So that's pretty much everything I know about. Well, that's pretty good. So um, I've written down here trades, and I've got two kinds of trades. Well, I mean, all trades are sort of the same. But one of the types is exactly what you described, moving up in the draft. Um, And obviously, or moving down. There are two sides of the trade. Um, So what you described is a perfect example. So this year, in the coming up draft, Chicago have got the number one overall pick. Um, yeah. uh, but also they have they have a decent quarterback um, in Justin Fields so they're probably not in the quarterback market so I would be very surprised if they don't trade away their number one overall pick yeah um, because you know the team that's second definitely are going to choose a quarterback um, and you know if Chicago stay there, then Houston will get the best quarterback. So if anyone else wants that best quarterback, they have to trade with Chicago. Um, and you can get quite a lot for a first overall pick. Um, obviously, we don't know exactly what that will be, but they'll probably look to move down only a few places. Um, maybe from one to like five or six, depending on who's in those positions and who's yeah. willing to trade with them. Um, okay, but I actually have a concrete example from a couple of years ago when San Francisco traded up to get Trey Lance. Okay. So, um, San Francisco are at 12. Yep. Um, Miami are at three. Um, and the Jags and the Jets are at one and two. 
and they both need a quarterback and everyone sort of knows what quarterbacks they're going to take. Like the Jags, everyone knew the Jags were going to take Trevor Lawrence, right? Because he's for a long time been the guy coming out of college, right? Yeah. Um, and people were fairly sure that the Jets were going to choose Zach Wilson, which they did. Um, but no one really knew what was going to happen at three. San Francisco traded up. And so here's the details of the trade. So San Francisco receive in the trade the third overall pick, which they spent on Trey Lance. Yep. Miami receive the 12th overall pick. So they swapped first round picks, uh, which is normally how these trades work. They also received a third rounder um, that year. But also, San Francisco's first round picks in 2022, so the year after that draft, but obviously last year, um, and their first round pick in 2023. Whoa. Yeah. So that's, you know, to they move traded up a lot for that. Nine places in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So two first round picks is quite yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, it's a quarterback league. Can't do anything about a quarterback. So an investment they would Yeah, so of. Chicago will probably get something similar for the number one pick this year. They'll probably get a couple of first round picks. Yeah. Um Okay, cool. So that's how trades work. So you get a lot of those big trades. Well, not a lot. You get a few of those big trades. But then also in the draft, you get loads of little trades, which I don't really understand, of like people moving up a few spaces in the third round. And then they'll, they'll do the trade such that they give away their seventh round pick or something like really small. They happen all the time. Okay. Um, I don't really know why. I guess if... You know, if let's say the Eagles really want to pick a receiver in the third round, and early in the third round, lots of wide receivers are going, they want to move up just a few to make sure they get their guy yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. So trading up is expensive. Lesson learned. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the other type of trade is sort of trading for a player in the season or, you know, before the season. Yeah. Um, where you get a player and you give away your draft picks. Yeah. Um, so my example Pretty sure for this, that happened in draft day as well. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my example for this is San Francisco again. Uh, traded for Christian McCaffrey this season. Um, okay. What did they give away? So... Here we go. So San Francisco received Christian McCaffrey, running back from Carolina. Carolina received the San Francisco's second, third, and fourth round picks this year and a fifth round pick next year. Okay. So this so quite is quite a lot. This is going to be a boring draft day for. San Francisco. Yeah, we don't have many picks. Well, we've, yeah, we've got actually, in terms of the number of picks, we've got a few, but we don't have any until the end of the third round. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so, yeah, so Christian McCaffrey was like, is like a star running back. 
Um, and roughly, someone like him would cost a first-round pick. Um, San Francisco didn't have any first-round picks to give away, so kind of decided a second, third, and a fourth was about the same as a fir- as one first. Yeah, fair. Um, and then they threw in a fifth the year after as a little sweetener. Yeah, <laughs> a little cherry <laughs> on top. Um, yeah, okay. So those kind of trades happen a lot. Russell Wilson was traded last year for an insane amount of picks and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, which actually worked out really well for Seattle because Seattle gave away Russell Wilson, got a load of picks, and then Russell Wilson was terrible for Denver. Um, Geno Smith, the guy that was, that was the Seattle backup, became the starter and was really good. Um, and all those picks that they got, obviously they still have, but because Denver was so bad, those picks are pretty high up the board as well. Yeah, so that's the thing to consider when you're sort of a team as well. You have to think how well they're going to do in there for whether it's... Yeah, exactly. If you get a couple of like second-round picks the next few years, uh, if they do really well, that's basically a third-round pick. Mm. But if they do great, it's almost like a first-round pick. Yeah. No, I said great twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If they, do, if they do badly, it'll be really high in the round. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It it it, it does make a difference. Um, it's harder to predict when it's like if you trade away like your round picks for like three, four, five years to come. Yeah, I don't know how when far it's like, in advance you can or would do. Yeah, I think in the <laughs> I think in the movie <laughs> did either the second and third round picks for three years or for five years. I'm pretty wow, confident okay. it was an odd number. <laughs> 17 years yeah <laughs> um, yeah okay I guess you could probably do it for as long as you want um, I guess the issue with that is that like if you're the general manager and you make that trade you might get fired next year and then some poor guy's got to come in and rebuild their team with no draft picks <laughs> yeah well that's why everyone uh Hated him for a bit in the movie because <laughs> they were sounds like, like, "Sounds like a well-researched movie." <laughs> they were like, "You're gonna, yeah." They thought you've done a shit job here. You're gonna get fired, but then the team's just fucked for either three years or five years, wherever it was. Yeah, but he pulled it back. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, that is a bit of a problem with NFL teams, like the head coaches as well. Like sometimes we'll make trades or sign players or whatever for short term success because they need to not get fired, basically. Whereas for the, the actual franchise, it might be better to not do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's neither here nor there, really. Cool. Okay. I think we've done well. So we've covered trades <laughs> um, pretty comprehensively. And now, uh, yeah, this is going to be really boring. Compensatory picks. So so I said there are seven rounds, which is true. Right. But they can, the league will add in picks at the end 
of rounds three onwards um, to compensate teams who have lost players, I think. Um, like due to injury? No, like in free agency. So like... Oh, okay. They so can't afford salary to keep expires. Yeah, I think salary so. Salary contract, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really understand it, but it's something like that. If the players leave, then they have to figure out, well, did did this team have more players leave than they brought in? Like, how does that work? I think it's done on salary. Like, if they had really good players leave and they brought in really cheap players, they might get a compensatory pick, I think. Okay. Um, and I don't know if that... I don't know if that works with staff as well. Like, um, I get confused because there's this thing which I wrote down, which is a diversity measure that says you get, a, I think, a third round compensatory pick for a minority employee hired as head coach or GM by another club. So if you have, so San Francisco had D'Amico Ryans as their defensive coordinator, um, who is an ethnic minority. Um, and if he is hired as a head coach by another team, which he was, who's hired by the, the Houston Texans as a head coach, then the Niners get a compensatory pick in the third round. I feel like that's a double-edged sword as well. Uh, how do you yeah. mean? Well, do you see Texans got him as head coach? Yeah. Well, if Texans are looking for a head coach, I mean, they probably didn't think of this and probably wouldn't. But could they not think, oh, I don't want to get someone of an ethnic minority because then that team will get an extra draft pick? Um, not really, because... I, I, it's probably more, way more important to get the best head coach than for mm-hmm. a different team to have an extra third-round draft pick. Yeah, exactly. So, it, yeah, that's why they wouldn't think of it like that because it's more important to get the guy. And also, like, it's not it's not like Houston are losing anything. Yeah, it's just the other teams getting They're just San Francisco getting them. And, you know... One of 32 teams is, like, exactly. the smallest bit one up on you. I just thought in a very hypothetical scenario where teams just, like, really can't decide between two head coaches... Oh. <laughs> they're like oh there's literally no way to decide between them they both look amazing we really don't know and someone just pipes up at the meeting well <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean, maybe if it was your rival if it was like someone within your division yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you haven't thought of it that way around <laughs> <laughs> as I thought of it I was like yeah no one else would think of this head coach is very important they're just going to try and get the best guy but uh, but yeah, obviously that rule is in place so you, to encourage teams to promote um, minority employees. Yeah, kind of you know undo the kind of bias and stuff that's in the link. Yeah, fair. But yeah, uh, yeah. So that so that rule does exist, but I don't know if there are, if you get compensatory picks for other employees leaving to go elsewhere. I'm not sure. Because okay. um, it's happened quite a lot to San Francisco recently, but most of them have been minorities. Um, like I said, D'Amico Ryan's our defensive coordinator, just left the year before. The year before, 
or two years before. I think the yeah the mm, recently um, his the guy that he replaced Robert Sala was the San Francisco defensive coordinator who left to go to the Jets to be the head coach. So it's happened quite a lot, but I don't know if it. I assumed it always resulted in a some kind of compensatory pick, but now I've read that rule, it might just be because they're minorities. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. But yeah, so these are picks that get added in at the end of the round. Um, yeah, so they're just they're sort of extra. Between like third round and fourth round in effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they can get added, added at the end of the third or the end of the fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh. Um, yeah. So that's how come San Francisco ended up with the last pick of the draft last year was one of these compensatory picks for something, probably players, leaving or whatever. Um, and with that final pick, they signed Brock Purdy, who was obviously a good pick, it turns out. I don't know, that is the um, starting. We've spoken about him before. He, um, he, he was <laughs> he, he was the third string quarterback for San Francisco and then the first two got injured. Oh, uh, yeah. And we he him. played and was really good. And then he got injured. Yeah. We spoke about all your quarterbacks getting injured before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he might be San Francisco's starting quarterback next year, um, depending on his injury and stuff. Yeah, which is crazy if it was like 260 pick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, let's say. The, the nickname for the person who gets the who gets picked last in the draft is Mr. Irrelevant, which is a bit of a harsh nickname. Um, but you'd he love, is definitely you'd, like the You'd best. love to be picked second last, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> to avoid that. Yeah. Isn't it? Wasn't it Tom Brady that was picked like 230 or something? Uh yeah, he was Tom picked Brady in the seventh was round. Really late. Yeah. Seventh round? Yeah. Or sixth round? Yeah. Like, yeah, way late. Um just go to show you don't really know. No. I mean every year when the combine's going on and the draft and stuff, they'll someone will show like Tom Brady's combine tape and what he looked like back then and he uh it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. It was like 2009. Was it 2000? Bloody hell. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, he did all right, I think. Not not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that about every, almost everything about drafts? I need to go to work very soon. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, I need to leave in like five minutes. Um, Lovely yeah. stuff. I mean, that's everything I had written down. Is there anything else that you wanted to know that you don't know? I don't think so. No. I think I've got everything. Well, obviously don't. The the comp the supplementary picks, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. that was all new information. I yeah. didn't know that. That's quite good. But yeah, I think I'm I think I'm happy. You think you're happy. Okay, I'll take that. It's it's still early in the morning. I can't be sure I'm happy for <laughs> at least until at least midday. Yeah, until at least midday. When I'm not sure of anything until midday. <laughs> <laughs>